Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About? The podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Melenga and Indy and thank you for joining our conversation. Today we're talking about our experience being part of the African diaspora and what it's like to live as black British people in the UK. Okay. Yeah. But basically, black British in the UK, I feel like you can even narrow that even down. Because when you just say it, you know, we're always talking about how there's different ways to be, different experiences of being black. That's true. black, Black British is actually so broad in itself, in itself. It is, to be fair, but I just wanted to put the, put it as Black British because I know it's very different to like the Black American experience, okay. um, and it, that's more tied to like the slave trade and things like that. Whereas ours is really more to do with us being immigrants mm-hmm. and our parents moving us to the UK. Um, obviously, we were born in Zambia, but we were very young, so our upbringing and our like culture is British. Okay. you know in a sense um although we can go into that and say is it british enough blah blah, blah. we'll get into it yada 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 <laughs> so when we um why why did you want to talk about this um it was kind of like a follow-on from our previous episodes our previous two episodes where we talked about like what we look for in a partner and then we then talked about what we value in family and then it was, it kind of follows on from like, what do we expect or what do we want for our own families? Like when we get older and we have our own families, we have children, like, because you, you don't know what kind of partner, you, if well, depending on how, you know, open you are, what kind of partner you have and what culture <laughs> they're going to bring, <laughs> what culture they're going to bring into the mix. And then like your kids experience, what will that be like, you know, in comparison to our experience being here in the UK, will they know about their Zambian heritage, you know, all those kind of things come into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I just like to talk about those kind of topics because I think it's relatable to, Mm -hmm. because I have a lot of friends who are part of the African diaspora Mm -hmm. in that sense that their parents are immigrants and they're living here. Um, some are more connect, but more connected than others to their heritage back home. You know, some visit every every year, mm-hmm. some not really. You know, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's even interesting every time, uh, like someone says back home. Like mom says it a lot, and then you say yeah. it. As well. I, don't, I don't know if I say it, say it because I'm. You don't say it. I don't. I, do I not say it then? Because I feel like every no. time someone, like even when mom, or when it, you say it, you're very aware that you're saying it. Like oh, it doesn't right. come naturally to you. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because every time mom says it, and she's been saying it for ages, but when I started realizing, she always said back home, and then like, it was always like it always like kind of like you know when something like tugs, it's like a jar. Not it's not jarring, but it's like a <laughs> it's like a little glitch there for me. Why? Like, because like, for mom's experience, mom, she is home because she. No, nope. grew up. I like. Yeah. Do you know what? I still have a glitch there because it's like, is mm. it? It is. It is home though. But then sometimes it's like when we went to Zambia with mom and dad. Yeah. You know, we're driving down like uh, through like Lusaka, mm. and it's like so many things have changed there. You know, yeah. like, they lived there. Like since they lived there, like how I'm like thirty, right? So since they proper lived there, because we moved here, like they kept moving back and forth. Yeah, when I was like between before I was ten, we moved mm. back and forth, and then when I was like ten, they settled here. So they've been here continuously for twenty years. Yeah, mm. um, and then probably twenty five, give or take. So it's yeah. like a quarter of a century or something. Wind <laughs> <laughs> it up, and it's like they the Zambia that they knew is not the Zambia that is there now. Like even with tradition, we talked about this. Like with mom, and we were that's true. We were watching a, a kitchen party, like a you know. Zambian wedding was it a kitchen party or a reception of a wedding it was a kitchen party yeah so it's like a wedding um you know one of those like wedding celebrations that you have and mom was like you said mom was surprised that the you know some of the stuff that they were doing not that it was so yeah. out there but it just wasn't what she knew to be Zambian so it's like yeah when you say home I'm thinking you know does that home even is it is it your home though because you've lived here for so long but mom would wouldn't claim England as her home do you know what I mean? Like dad would, but mom wouldn't. 
I'm like, is Zambia very though? Like, it's changed so much. Like, it's changed so much. Even the people that you left there have changed so much. I mean, it's true. But then at the same time, it's like, it depends on how you define home. Because let's say where we grew up in like North London, would you still call that? It's a home, right? It has been a home, but it's changed so much. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't call it home, but I'd, I'd like, I wouldn't say I'd rep it. Like, I, I, I would yeah. say, you know what I mean? I would say, yeah, like, I would still say I'm a Londoner. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, does it really matter how much it changes? It's not the fact that it's changed and it's not the home that it was when you were there. Yeah. It's just the fact that that's where you've come from, you know? It has a little bit of my heart. Mm. Yeah. So I think it's not, home is not about like it staying that home that you were that it was when you were there hmm. it's just that that's where you've come from kind of thing I mean that's how I see it you know yeah <laughs> and even though I have a glitch with calling Zambia home it's not like I say no I do say England is home but then it's like I do say I'm always like I would like to travel the world and I don't even know if I want to live here permanently like actually yeah. I'm increasingly thinking that I don't mm, not mm. because of a bad not because I'm like I want to leave England it's not that <laughs> it's just like literally because of the weather no and again i love i like the rain like i like cloudy days but um it's just well, like, like today where it's chucking it down yeah it's not even <laughs> chucking it down it's all right but it's, this is fine like for me this is all good but like um it's like a, i feel like we're in a different headspace and mindset i i, I want a bit of that kind of easy going sunshine easy going life yeah like you know try it out for a bit and also just thinking about like uh, just thinking about like future kids mm-hmm. um and just kind of like what future you want to have. And then it's kind yeah. of like, you know, where, how does that look like? So that's the only reason why I'd really move. But um, English would always have a bit of my heart. Definitely. So I think yeah. like, we call it home. But the only reason I'm hesitant to call England home again is because I feel like England wouldn't receive me as her, as as like one of, as her children. Which I feel mm. rightly so because I'm not one of her children. Um, we've mm. been already. But like... My my ancestors and ancestors are not from here, so I feel like when I think about my ancestors and I think yes, Zambia. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I think that's where my ancestors are from. Yeah. But even then, I was having this conversation with you, and I was talking about like, um, mom and dad come from different parts of Zambia, and they have and those tribes that they come from, they migrated to Zambia from different places. True. Um, so it's like, you know, how 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 back do you want do we want to go when we start tracing? Yeah. Like, so it's. It's that question of like, what is the definition of home? But yeah. I think to me, like, I think that Zambia is a home, and I also think that England is a home. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like it has to be one way. And I feel like the reason there's reasons why those places are homes to me. So England mm. is my home because it's where I've grown up. You know, it's the culture that I have. Um, and then Zambia is my home. It's because it's where I come from. It's where my people are from. You know, that kind of thing. My I have that connection to <laughs> my people. <laughs> my family like, yeah you've got like a whole gang that's there like <laughs> and you do have i mean there. i you know family is there because when we came here we didn't really have any other extended family except mm-hmm. one auntie that was in sheffield mm-hmm. you know and that's not even like a mum sister auntie but like a cousin of a cousin or whatever um yeah as mum's cousin but um so all our family is back home in Zambia. And so when we go back home, it's like, you do. I do feel connected to the place and the people. It's familiar to me, even though I, I was there when I was very, very small. There's still things that are familiar to me. It just, it feels, it's more of a feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain this to someone before. I was like, I don't know what it is. It's not something that is like, oh, it's because I've been brought up here and something like that. It's more like a knowing, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know what it is but it's like that's where you came from it's like ancestral I don't know what it is but mm. so the that's the reason that why Zambia is a home to me mm-hmm. and it's also like I think I was talking to who was I talking to about this I can't remember but like for example I've moved away from home right from mum and dad's home and I'm living in my own place and so sometimes it's like oh I'm going home and it's like I can still call both places home because they're both a home to me so it's okay. kind of like that as well it's like when you move away from home the nest you know and you make your own home, they're still both homes to you because you grew up there if your parents are there, but then you're also making something new here. So I feel like, you know, it doesn't have to be... Fixed. It's just where your heart is. It's like you said, the place has a bit of your heart. That's that's what it is, really. It makes you who you are, you know? Like, the Zambia culture makes me who I am in part, and the British culture makes me who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that that's what home is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, we were talking about um, 
I'm trying to get the, the pronunciation right. Um, the diaspora, because I was always calling it the diaspora, and I was like talking about it, and I was like, <laughs> "What is the pronunciation?" Um, but yeah, so the diaspora, and and would I was looking at definitions you mm. know, as I do, yeah, and um, and it, it, we were talking about you know like um, like I'm still glitching on the pronunciation, the das the diaspora, right? And <laughs> it. It's like it goes, it not it goes quickly, but definitions do cite like Jews um, mm. living outside Palestine or modern Israel. Um, yeah. It talks about um, the area outside ancient Palestine settled by Jews. Um, so obviously, before we narrow it down, that's before we narrow it down to like mm. the African um, yeah. diaspora. But then, if you just look at it generally, like what is the diaspora? Um, it says here, like, people, this is the Merriam-Webster definition. The second definition yeah. of it is um, people settled far from their ancestral homeland. Yeah. Mm. Which I think covers. Yeah. Which covers, which covers what we're talking about today. Um, yeah. Yeah, the movement, migration or scattering of people away from an established or ancestral homeland. There was one that was interesting to me. It was like... Um, it was talking about it kind of made it it was like a distinction between it said here um this is just dictionary definition mm-hmm. of diaspora and it says any group migration it's migration or flight from a country or region. yeah so it oh, was, like if you're fleeing like a yeah, war country or something like, it's not supposed to be funny but like it was like <laughs> either like willingly like migration or like by force like flight do you know what I mean? yeah yeah um, but either way one way or another um it, it it was it, it sees a group of people basically like leave that that country um mm. that i guess that that they you know their birth not their birth country but like again it's like ancestral um and then obviously in other def- definitions it goes deeper i talk specifically about um the slave transatlantic mm-hmm. uh, slave trade so mm. this is um, any group that has been di- dispersed outside its traditional homeland. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's voluntarily. by choice, yeah, voluntarily or even by force, which is what the slave trade yeah. was, yeah. 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 Um, but it's funny you say ancestral home because you were just saying that even mum and dad, um, they're from different tribes, which yeah. in themselves migrated from different places. So then it's like, okay, how far back do you want to go? Because to us our ancestors are Zambian, right? But then those even Zambian ancestors, they also, you know, are coming from other areas of Africa. Mm. But I guess that's why they generalise it most of the time and it's like the African diaspora. Because it's like we're, we're moved from the continent. So it doesn't, maybe it's not relevant exactly like where on the continent you come from, but it's the fact that you left that that whole place. Because obviously yeah. our, our ancestors, even if they're not directly from Zambia, they're going to be from Africa. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, when you were talking about it, like, obviously our ancestors um, in Zambia, like, for example, um, dad's dad's tribe is mm. called the Bemba tribe. Yeah. And those, that group of people, um, like, if you go further back, they migrated, I can remember, um, from, like, up north, like, the, like, up north from Zambia. So mm. they're joined to the Congo. Um, mm. So... Whereas mom's tribe, she, even though it's funny because she, um, she her family lives in Zambia, but then her mom's side say that they're the, Ngon, the Ngoni tribe. I think the Ngo, I've heard it pronounced Ngo, as Ngoni as Nguni, so I don't know which mm. one it is, but, but but like from South Africa, yeah. So, but then it's weird because obviously the Bemba tribe that dad's from, it's like they've lived in Zambia so much. Mm. his ancestors lived in Zambia so much that they settled and that was their home they wouldn't yeah. say oh we're from wherever they came from mm. you know I mean it's like I'll say us we came here now like we've come here now in England and say we just settled here so we put our roots down and it's like okay this is our home mm. um and you can say that of certain cultures that have come in England um, true um so it's like that whereas I feel like dad's tribe did that whereas mom's from her from her mom's side, they still refer to themselves as like they haven't. They live in Zambia, but they still say, "Oh, we're from we're with the Ngoni tribe." Mm, they're mm. always harking back to South Africa. Yeah. So, they, they, so from her mom's side, it's like they haven't really claimed to be Zambian fully. To be fair, mm, so that's mm. what I was thinking. I was like, it's interesting. Um, yeah. What your even what your ancestors claim they are, they were. 
Yeah, it's true because, yeah, when you start talking about tribes, it's very different than, like, the country that you actually come from because I think in Africa that has more meaning, isn't it? It's, like, the tribe that you come from, the people that you belong to, in a sense, rather than geographically where you are on the map. So (laughs) I think it depends on, like, what perspective perspective you want to put on it. But, um, yeah, I think it does depend on how your ancestors or the people that you come from want to describe themselves but essentially yeah i think it, i mean it all doesn't. comes back down to you doesn't it i mean yeah like it literally identity comes, isn't yeah, it yeah all comes back to you yeah um i was having this conversation with kenny mm. which is he's a cousin um from said auntie that lives in sheffield or lived in, <laughs> yeah and he was talking about um he was talking about so like we were talking about traditions that are yeah. brought from from Zambia mm-hmm. and he said that he's been having these discussions with auntie um one of them about uh, to do with um bridal di- di- I was gonna say bridal price I was like how do you even explain that in a way but yeah which is sounds so bad like, so um, it is what it is y'all well so so yeah so one of our other cousins is going to be getting married soon so she's kind of like in the process of, of engagement Mm-hmm. And so, in this whole process of engagement, is that the Zambian tradition of dowry, which is where the the um the guy um, brings like a gift, namely yeah. money, <laughs> to present to the to the wife's um, family. Family, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Well, you know, I really should go back to why they do that, but it's kind of like. I mean, aside from, because obviously we'll just go in from the Western perspective and be like, oh my goodness, patriarchy, blah, 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 <laughs> of women, the, do you know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know where that comes from. You know, they always have some sort of uh, reason why why they do it. Um, I, I think it was just like yeah. the transfer of property, because it's almost like the bride belongs to to the family right to mm-hmm. let's say it was the bride was from our family she like she's part of our family mm-hmm. so it's like a trans that sounds so bad though <laughs> yeah, <go on. laughs> yeah it's a transfer of property in a sense transfer of goods. but it just sounds like you're just buying the woman which you kind of are and again patriarchy <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying but we can go through hard from a patriarchal from a western perspective but mm. i'm thinking like how do they see it because sometimes when they don't do these oh like a when people don't go through these traditions it's almost like a it's like a dis, it's like a violation of something it's not really mm. just a trans transmitting goods here it's um the the man is showing some sort of respect for the woman's family mm-hmm. as well i think that's yeah. the one i look at it call it romantic or whatever but yes <laughs> our cousin so kenny he's against this he's against it and he says like he was talking with auntie and saying that you know, like basically the traditions that we choose to upkeep are what yeah. like our um what our like kids kids are gonna like judge us for. Yeah. In the sense like if we're keeping traditions that they're not serving any value, then like that's the message that we're sending to those people that come after us. And I was like, Do you know what? Mm. Like I didn't that that was like, whoa, that's actually a good one. But um he comes up That is a he, good point he literally was just saying like you know if it's not relevant to the modern culture then just do away with it whereas Mm. i was like i like the romantic aspect of it whereas because um it's like it's very um the reason why it's kind of interesting in this in this scenario with our cousin Mm -hmm. who's going through the engagement process is because she's zambian and then the guy she's going to marry he's english and Mm so i've always just thought um whenever i see you know other people from different cultures coming together yeah and whenever like you know like the guy has to do something like present some gift i'm always like just like oh my gosh like it's so it's so it's so kind of like romantic i was gonna say romantic but it shows me how serious the guy is because this tradition Mm. is not your own at all it's something that you it's so foreign to you that it's like for you to kind of to follow it through is a humbling of yourself like you're putting aside Mm. your beliefs i think true and you're doing it because mm. it's different from even an African man doing it or a Zambian guy doing it. Because I feel like for, from them, I would from them I would raise an eyebrow and be like, "Why do you want to follow it through?" Blah blah blah. Because uh-uh. <laughs> double standards. Yeah, double standards for sure. Because I, I mean, 
I probably wouldn't, not really. I, I probably would see the romantic side. But I'm saying, like, if if he, I think, let me switch it this way. If mm. I had a Zambian fiance and then he was just like, no, I don't want to do it because I feel like that's uh, patriarch. It's you know, it's where we're just perpetuating um, patriarchal. I'd be like, yes, 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 you're right, yeah, um, <laughs> preach it. But then if it's like an English guy and I'm if my fiance was English and he was like, no, no, I don't want to do it because we're you know promoting patriarchy, I'd be thinking. You know why can't you just why can't you just respect my tradition? Like you know why can't you? Just uh, so I mean, it's like always a... going to be different, though. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's not even about being having it being a double standard, but it is. It's just going to be different because it's like you're just going to look at a different perspective because it's different yeah. people, different cultures. Um, so I, I get what you're saying. Actually, um, I do get what you're saying. But just coming back to the dowry bride price thing because I thought they were the same thing but I just had a quick look because I was like someone was telling me it's not really the same yeah the bride price is actually the payment by the groom to the family of the bride and the dowry is like wealth transferred from the bride's family to the groom so they're going in different directions oh okay yeah Because I always thought they were just the same thing, but I heard mm-hmm. in different cultures, like, oh, it's the it's the a wife's family that pays the groom's family. Then I heard, oh, it's the groom's family. That, so I was like, if it's like for, coming from the groom's side to the wife, it sounds like you're buying the wife. Mm-hmm. But then I also heard it the other way around. I was like, why would you give money? It's like you're almost like yeah, take her, and you're giving money to the groom. I was like, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so they're two different things. I don't know the reasons why, but yeah, just to um to say that they are different. They're not the same. I think you'd have to look at the the cultural relevance of yeah you know yeah the cultures that are participating in it. So why do you know because different, yeah. different cultures but do this? Yeah, it's different it cultures. Different, it's not like different things to them as well. Yeah, I don't think there's actually a culture that does both. I think it's some like a bride price is from some cultures and dowries from certain cultures, mm-hmm. like, from my understanding. Because for us, I don't think we do dowry. So it's bride I was price. About, yeah, so I was yeah. talking about bride price, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It sounds very, it sounds very like... Even just the w- bride price, like you're putting a cost on me. Uh, how is that romantic? No, do you know what it romantic is? to you? The thing is, I don't look at it like a cost on me because you can't put a cost on me though. I all right, like, all right. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> I'm just so like, I don't, I don't bother arguing that whole like... Oh, uh, um, it's transfers of property because I feel like I actually do value myself enough to to not even I don't even that thought doesn't even cross my mind. I just think, no, yeah, oh, it's just a tradition. Like you just follow it. Like that's not what I'm worth. Like do you know what I mean? <laughs> but then again, then I think what Kenny was saying stands because it's like should we just do something because it's just tradition, and then we're just carrying it on to the next generation when really it's, it's like where did it yeah. come from? What's the root of it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I I, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying in a sense. Like, it's like you don't it's not like you're you know you don't even consider that oh they're putting you down you know what you're worth and whatever but then at the same time it's like why do it just because it's tradition mm-hmm. you know yeah that's that's a very good question very good question because I feel when you said it I just thought of cultural appropriation and you know you mm. always think about cultural appropriation like when you just say oh you wear something it's like if I was to wear a sari right now it's like mm. well, that's cultural appropriation because it's like do you even know what that the, you know what all of that means are you from, yeah you know are you honoring that culture or you're just you just borrowing it but mm. I feel like and I kind of started to argue like uh you know when it was like a hot topic at one point yeah. in fashion and then I started to argue that you can actually culture, uh, culturally appropriate things that y- are probably from your culture but you don't even understand what it means and you're just doing it or you're just True. putting it on yeah. and so that could be the thing with this because it's like you don't even know the roots of where it's coming from but you're, you're, you get you're doing it mm. so mm. that's not really great is it so yeah I think that's a good one for me personally like you said I'd have to find out what does this mean when we're doing yeah, like the history <laughs> of it and like what where it came from, you know. Um, but I don't know; it's such a weird one. But I feel like, especially for us, being like Black British and having those cultural things that we don't necessarily practice all of them because we're here in the West, right? We've been brought up in the West, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a freedom in that. As in, like, when we start our own families, we can almost, like, create new cultures. Mm-hmm. I think you've talked about this before. Yeah, because it's, like, we're not tied to those traditions. I mean, we're lucky we have the parents we have. We spoke about this in the previous period, in, in the previous episode, where we said that, you know, they they allow us to think for ourselves and to almost create our own ideas and beliefs about certain things. So I feel like that, that again, gives us the freedom to almost 
like Kenny said, to decide what what um things culturally we are like, okay, this is why it's done. We'd like to carry this forward to our own families and which ones we're like, why is that done? It doesn't make sense. It's not relevant to this culture, to this age. We can just chuck it out. So I understand what he's saying um, in that respect as well. Um, so yeah, I, I really like that, that I can almost create something new with whoever I'm going to be with. And it, I mean, it depends on the other person, what, what they're like, how they think, if they're open-minded, if they have a strong culture, because you never know um who you well I mean unless you have a type or whatever but <laughs> you know if you're open you don't know who you're going to end up with and what kind of culture they're going to have and if they um f- like follow all their cultural um things and whatever yeah traditions. yeah yeah tradition um, if they have them um, <laughs> it's interesting like it's just an interesting thing I was just going to ask a question which I was trying to think like how do you because all in all of these discussions, it's kind of at the end of the day we can talk about this mm. projects, but this is just the, these are just discussions around like when when it comes to us like personally, yeah. Where do you and I feel like this is a because we we're talking about living between two worlds, yeah. Um, how romantic. essentially, um, <laughs> yeah, so at the beginning of all you love to romanticize everything. You <laughs> you're like how I'm romantic. I'm like where is the romance? I'm, so- <laughs> I'm a writer. That's what we do. That's where we do. Um, so, like, right. So, we live as a diaspora. Like, you mm. are inhabiting both worlds because it's where you where you were. Like, your people came from, where you came from, and yeah. who you are now. And mm. sometimes there's that problem. There's that like ident- There's that crisis. Um, oh god when you're young we talked about i talked about this with kenny as well yeah funny because he said this but i always i'm thinking oh my gosh did you have that same experience too that's so silly like to think that (laughs) you know of course they're gonna think that but you know it just depends it depends because it happens you know because obviously he lived up north he lived up north and we lived in Mm. london which is like so culturally diverse yeah that's true um like say my primary school there was literally like only one white person in my primary school in my, in ah, my only school. one no not, not in my whole primary school in my in my class so it was a small class, primary yeah. school let's the first start start with that first year yeah it in was primary school tottenham st Anne's, um and it was it literally had one class for every year and yeah. so in my mm-hmm. year group there was literally one white person or two i think there was two i think there <laughs> left but there was two and so and the most of the most of us were black mm-hmm. so each of that as you know a young kid from Zambia coming to that or and then picture a young kid from Zambia coming to like a school in Sheffield yeah there's more there was more white kids in 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 the classroom where our cousins were like learning and growing up so I just feel like having said that though there's different things are coming to play right um true but that's a different experience so when Kenny was talking about it he was like yeah there was a time when he was kind of think he was more Zambian at one point um Mm. obviously when he first came yeah England and then there was a point where he was like moving towards like the British culture and everything and then he was like less Zambian and more British mm. and it's kind of like deciding you know where do I fit and then it's in the end it's kind of like whatever like it's just I'm just me yeah but it's like you always having not always having but I feel like there comes a time where you yeah you you say to yourself you carve out your own identity right so yeah so mm. where would you um where would you place yourself in this? Because we've talked about it in the context of kids and then yeah. but that's always attached to a potential partner who is the other part, part of those kids and you're like, oh, well, it depends who you end up with, it depends who you end up with. But I'm like, it doesn't really, it kind of like, it matters but doesn't matter where they're from in the context that you will, you know, what are you going to, wherever, depending on where you place yourself is what you're going to um, kind of like pass down, whether... Uh, consciously or subconsciously yeah your kids right so if yeah you're more zambian or if i if i really identify as zambian you'll probably do more to to educate your kids in in that way um yeah like where do you place yourself bearing in mind as well like me i think you're like me in the sense that you don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna actually like live in england so you might actually yes yeah. you might actually live in a culture where you don't know yet the cultural norms that your kids will grow up in. Like, say you move to... That's um, true. Say you move to where? Where's nice? I don't know, Fiji. <laughs> so you move to Fiji and, like, your kids will grow up 
in that kind of culture. So it's weird. It's yeah. like they're just like, oh yeah, mom's like, my mom's got like this British accent, like or whatever it is, like you, you know, you're <laughs> like that. And so, it's, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Where do you place yourself? I mean, that's a good question, you know. And it's like it's one of those questions where like it's always changing. It's not like a fixed answer all the time. And I feel like when I was younger, I thought I was just Black British because I was black British um but I feel like as I get more older and I appreciate my parents and where they've come from I think I want to have more of a connection with that because we I feel like I don't have as much of a connection as I would like to and then when you do start to think about having kids and you're like oh but you don't want them to just be not know anything about Zambia you know you want them to at least have some some connection where they can feel you know that they know a bit because I feel like the where you when you know where you come from like you you know yourself better if that makes sense mm-hmm. I think we talked about this when we we're talking about like the black American experience and, we, and I was watching like a documentary and things and why it's so important for them to know where they've come from and this whole like DNA um, ancestry thing that people are doing and getting excited about because at first I didn't really understand it but then I was like oh it's because they they don't know where they've come from and when you know that it makes you know yourself better like even just story hearing stories from mum and dad or like about um, aunts and uncles it makes you like oh my gosh okay like I don't know what it is it's really weird but it makes you feel like you know yourself better um so where I place myself now I feel like I'm like in the middle but I'm more Zambian than British just because I'm wanting that connection so much more and because I am feeling like oh I'm not gonna settle down in the UK I mean I never actually thought I would you know I always thought I'd leave but I've always been that kind of person who hasn't been attached to places like you know I've, we've spoken about this before like I always wanted to move around like I went to uni somewhere else and I went somewhere else and I always have this like itch I don't know what it is of like wanderlust of just wanting to go other places um so I never did see myself settling down in the UK per se like I always thought I'd have like a base you know like mum and dad well I don't even know mum would probably go back to Zambia dad might still be here we don't know (laughs) or they might do half enough we don't really know but I always thought that um I'd have a base here like I thought you'd stay Clement would stay so our brother Clement would stay um wasn't sure about Singy she's a bit of a free spirit she'd go wherever she wants but um you know I thought it'd be a base and so I feel like now, yeah, I'm like in the middle, but I feel more Zambian because I'm more, I'm pulled more there now that I'm getting older and I'm thinking about like career, where do I feel more fulfilled and just understanding that there's so much opportunity in Africa in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like even in Zambia, there's just so much opportunity and I'm not saying that I'd go there and settle down. Like I don't know it enough, you know, because even when you were in Zambia, it's like you're not Zambian enough. And then when you're here, you're not British enough. Like there's just, like you said, there's that almost identity crisis that you have. And I feel like I, I have it less now because I feel like as you get older, you, you get to know your, yourself more. So you, ha- you, you don't have that um, as much of a crisis about your identity. But I remember there was a time where I felt so sad, like just so sad. I was talking to dad about it. <laughs> and you know how dad is. He's like, oh, don't be sad. You know, he just makes, he's just very reassuring and just like, no, there's no need to be sad. And I'm just like, yeah, but you don't know how I'm feeling. You know, it's just, you're just feeling torn because like I'll go to work and I just feel, well, most of the time these corporate companies we work for, there's not enough diversity and you just feel like, oh, like where's the people and the Western where's way the people? is. People are there. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. They're there. But it's just a completely different experience. Like, who was I talking to? I was talking to a friend. I was like, when you when I go to Zambia, I can have my picky hair out. There's people around me that look like me. Like, it's just different. Okay, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm not asking to have that experience in the UK. No, that's not what I'm asking for. <laughs> what I'm just saying is that you just feel different. So it's about it's about knowing where do I feel. You can have the experience in the UK, Lindy, if you go to certain places. <laughs> you can have that experience no do it i'm sure i'm sure you can like i don't know if i actually believe that but but true but what i'm saying is that i'm not looking for that experience here i'm just trying to find somewhere where like i feel most myself and most fulfilled Mm -hmm. but then i feel like as i've grown up and i've settled more into myself and who i am and known myself better i kind of can feel comfortable wherever i am Mm. but like I said, I am still feeling that pull. 
mm-hmm. I'm still feeling that pull more towards Zambia and Africa at the moment but that's like going into the future um but then I still feel like I have to think about that more because then you have to think about oh your kids and what culture they'll grow up around because like I knew I wanted to leave the UK but my initial thought wasn't to go to Africa. Like I just thought I'd go somewhere different. Mm-hmm. So like you said, like your kids would have the, they'd be that culture. So let's say I moved to, I don't know. Um, yeah. Like Fiji or Hawaii, like an Island or something. They'd be Hawaiian, like culturally. Do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know, but I feel like I'm right bang in the middle. I'm a little bit content in that space than I was when I was younger. When I was younger, I just felt like I had to be one or the other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then being here, it's like you're not British. And then being there, you're not Zambian. So it's like, well, what am I? Hmm? What am I? Who am I? I kind of had that kind of crisis, like we said. So I don't know. What about you? Like, how how do you feel? Where are you? Where am I? Mm. Where are you at? <laughs> Oh, like in terms of in between, I feel like I'm. I'm still. I'm trying to figure out me. I'm trying to figure out me. But um, because I know your experience is a bit different from mine. Because I know, like, when we go back home to Zambia, I feel like you're not as comfortable saying, "Oh, you know, we're going back home," or those kind of things. And your experiences that you've had there, you know. So yeah, that was like living in the living in the village for two weeks, like with no means <laughs> of getting back by myself to the to the city. That was no, but even even before that, mm. even before that, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's 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 a different. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's not a hard one per se. But I think it, the truth of the matter is like we're not. It's better to have that kind of conflict of like between places because, to be honest, um, identity like who you are is not really about where you're from right like me being Zambian is not me Mm. me being British is not me so Mm. it's 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 good that we have this um this dilemma in a way because it forces you to carve out your own identity but even in carving out your own identity you still got to be careful in what you're latching on to because yeah you just want to be you and what you are is 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 bigger is bigger than Mm. than this world do you know what I mean yeah as you were speaking I was thinking like that's why it's good when you have you know there's so much in talking about marriage and talking about like kids and what you want to pass on I was like it's good when you and talking about like potential conflict of cultures with your partner yeah I was like it's good when people I've always thought like it's good when people are in like they share one faith because like yeah bring it back bring it back but um (laughs) then they share one faith because you see like people of different cultures that could normally clash come together why because they identify as mm. the church they will identify as um as just christ or of the kingdom of god so we just come from this one place like, they have that the commonality that, yeah the church i used to go to they always used to say you know when someone says it was kind of annoying at the time but literally be like oh where are you from and it's kind of like yeah from zion do you know what i mean like i'm from i'm from like, <laughs> the kingdom of god like it was kind of annoying but i get it like i got it i got it then and i get it more now as well it's like yeah that's where you're from i had this annoying well he wasn't an annoying teacher he was so calm like you know mm. him from saint anne's like we both had him he was a math teacher and i remember i was asking like but so where are you from and he always used to point his finger up and it was to the sky and i was like it's so annoying like, <laughs> from where you're from. like i thought he was nigerian he must have been nigerian but i was like you know just confirm you know and yeah obviously this is probably why he was so calm you know he was he was from heaven but um yeah it's, that's it's nice that because it transcends isn't it he, that's the word it transcends every 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 culture it says you know we're neither and the bible says you know you're neither of the new testament you're neither greek um look at me i won't even finish the jew or gentile words. yeah you're not you're not any of these things like it's nice when you have these um like it's so so good to have like a mm. have a like a native um um in inheritance you know yeah. I mean? heritage like it's it's that like great it's beautiful but um i feel like all of that sometimes it goes away like i don't have any anxiety about what i'll pass on to my children if i just think like they'll just know their identity in god they'll know their identity in christ and yeah. i would like the partner 
you know their their father to know that as well like that mm. identity is is great more than them it's more important yeah some yeah some heritage from like i don't know south africa which i actually <laughs> was always like yes i want and i started changing you know i was like yes i want like, someone with a strong strong heritage strong like, passed down <laughs> but like um you know more than them bringing mm. that if they bring that identity of the kingdom like should i mean like, yeah like it, it does that's what it is because that's our eternal identity do you know what i mean that's true so, that's true i agree with that i feel like that and that at least lessens my kind of like oh i don't know question mark you know what would i pass on but where do i place myself i feel like i'd like to place myself there isn't it place myself in the kingdom of god and zion like that's literally what i would like to value yeah. and uphold um mm, beyond mm. it all. but where do i place myself in an earthly like do you know me here malenga right now um mm. I think I always, um, I'm trying to work it out as I speak. Like, I think I don't place myself as Brit. I don't place myself as British. Like, if, if you know, I'm always thinking of an application forms when, when yeah. it's like, you by And I always wish there was something else than Black British. Because yep. I wish, no, do you know what I wish for? If it was just said, if it said African or just black, if it just said black, because I'm like, okay, yeah, that's more, that's it. I don't know why, because it's... Than to even more categorise it, right? You know what? I don't know what it is. I feel like that black British, black slash British, just epitomises the whole kind of like that grey area that we inhabit in it. It's like yeah british it's like just put black do you know what i mean because yeah that yeah clear on that and i feel like it doesn't take me away or is it like sometimes it says african british i don't know what it says sometimes caribbean is separate or it has been before it just it just and just categorizes them even more i think it just is there to just divide people even more like it's just extra you know exactly like i want to stand with like other black people just put black because like caribbean wherever you're from do you know what i mean instead of like um you know, further divisions. So where do I put place myself? I do place myself as Black British, though, even though I've yatted on and on. Like, I feel like there's okay. some culture in there. Like, you know, in it, there's a Black British culture. Not everything do I, like, say, oh, I'm part of it. But still, I still say, oh, it's still my people, even if I feel like, yeah. you know, I won't take every single thing that's within that culture. But I'll say I'm Black British, yeah, because I can't say I'm Zambian because I'm not that in... Like, I said, when I say I'm Zambian, I'm thinking about modern zambians like if i was if you were to place me with like the young people in zambia right now like i wouldn't know what's up like you know what i mean yeah more yeah. i feel like more than what i know certain vibes about that i hear in england yeah. so it's like there's a certain experience the certain experience of living in the west and being african that i have but then at the same time you know i still think about my ancestors and i think yeah mm. zambian like i can never disown that ever so yeah never discern that that's true i don't think see i say that now but like you know when i'm when i'm losing my memory when i'm old you never know i might be like what <laughs> but, um no i just feel like i'm so like i'm so honored to have the heritage mm, of mm. of being african and what it means like everything like all the struggles and all the time i'm the kind of person who's always like i want to talk about the glory i want to talk yeah. about ancient africa and like the golden empire like you know but like everything like all of that all the heritage, the stuff that's painful to even discuss, mm. I feel like it's still an honour to be like to Part be of that born, lineage, yeah. Yeah, to be born black, you know. Mm. Um and, yeah, and go through that experience, I feel like yeah, and all that story that we have yeah. as black people. I think yeah, I definitely feel that way now that I'm older. When I was younger, I didn't appreciate it at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not feel that way at all. But obviously, I was younger. I didn't really. What is it? You know, that you appreciate? <laughs> like what? You, everything that you're saying, like being part of that lineage and what it means, and because I think when you're younger, you just know what is told about it around you, and that's the Western perspective, mm-hmm. which is not the perspective. It's just one side. It's almost like when they say, "Oh, there's two sides to a story," and then there's a the truth. So it's like we only were getting the one side. Mm-hmm. We grew up in the West, so we just got that that perspective. And then when you get older, you want to know for yourself. You do some research, you know, you do some digging, and then you're like, "Damn, that's the the other person's perspective," you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just getting to know that and like unveiling the truth of history and everything like that, because it's just interesting and it makes you appreciate that more. Even just getting to know your own family more, you know, hearing stories about grandparents, you know, all that. Even the, like the good, the bad, all of it, it's just the appreciation that, oh, that's where you've come from. That's what you're part of um, and what it means, like the gravity of it. Um, but I really I really liked what you said about being like part of 
the the kingdom of God and things like that and how it transcends because I remember we had a conversation we were talking about identity and how you know Christians preach about the good news and we were talking about what it really means the good news because most of the time I feel like it's a narrow story it's just the cross and like your sins are forgiven but it's like no but what does it mean the good news like the entirety of that the meaning of that the freedom that you have in that and it's for for like all these things that we want to identify ourselves as like the cross transcends that the like god transcends that you know yeah. that's why in the bible it's like it's it's one people it's all one there's no categories or oh, this one's black this one's this like that actually just means nothing because <laughs> at the end of it <laughs> in the kingdom of god we're all spirit and when you're a spirit you don't even have a body you know none of that means anything that's and true. so wow. that's why it's nice to like for you to have just brought it back to that like and that's more what i would want to pass on to my kids more than anything mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's why when you think about it from that perspective it doesn't really matter like you said where your partner's going to come from what you you know pass down or if it's that important oh I must and they must know about zambu you know mm-hmm. like at the end of the day it's like oh that's not really that important it's nice it's nice to it's just nice. know yeah. you know because yeah. obviously they'll want to know where your your their grandparents are from etc it's nice to know but it doesn't have to be held um as the thing you know as so important mm-hmm. but yeah I just love the idea of that, that the kingdom of God is what transcends all. Mm-hmm. And that we're just all, we're all from, we're all one. It's like that unity. Yeah. And I think that's what's more important because then you have less of a crisis of identity. There is no crisis to be had. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like you, it's not to take away, funnily enough, it's not to erase our, our like our individual, like we you know all the different cultures. And of course not. Yeah. yeah. Because say you have, for example, two people come together, right? And mm. it's like, oh, we're both from the kingdom of God. But then it's like, bring also the beauties of like whatever different. Yeah. Culture. And it should. Yeah. And you know what it is? It, I was going to mm. say the reason I brought it up was to get, it, hopefully would actually get rid of the unhelpful traditions that you don't need to carry on from that culture. Like the, yeah. bring forward the nice things, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. you know why it would help you bring forward the nice things? Because then it's like, I'm not bringing forward traditions that's going to make you uncomfortable. I'm bringing mm. forward traditions that like, it's actually going to show you the beauty of where we come from. Yeah. It's not because mm. we're trying to get money from you now. Like, <laughs> no, us, yeah. Um, it's because we're kind of teaching you, like, a way, the story of our people. So, mm. actually, us both, ha- like, I was going to say hailing, yes, us both hailing from Zion, right? <laughs> yeah, us both hailing from Zion, it actually, like, shows forth, it, sh- it brings out, it's not to, like, homogenize us. It's not to make us all, like, vanilla. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no. it's actually bringing out the beauties that's within it, that's within us, like that we're bringing to to this place that we call Zion. Um. So like, yeah, like that's it. Because when, because when I started talking about the kingdom of God, I was, I was my, I was mostly like buying myself time to be like, okay, let me, let me work out where where I stand here. But like, um. <laughs> like I realized that like the more I talked about, it, I was like, no, this is it. Like it doesn't actually. Because there was a point sometimes, you know, with church, there was a time when I kind of was like, because yeah. there's a lot of, it depends on how you look at it, what church you're from. There's sometimes a lot of like, you kind of can feel like you lose your identity and you're just like part of the one. Like we're all like one yeah. in Christ and unity and all of that. And That's true. Be that kind of aspect where you, well, for me personally, where it's like, well, where's me then? Like, where's mm. our, but it's like, yeah. when, you, when you look at it more deeply, you're thinking, no, it doesn't take away. Like, it, it literally just takes away all the all the stuff that divides us and when we come yeah. together we actually appreciate and celebrate like i would i would actually like to learn about someone else's cultures and everything mm. like that i wouldn't feel like mm. it takes away from zambian if we did it in a way where do you know what i mean it's with love yeah that's so true because i yeah it does take away the divisions but it doesn't take away celebrating people's differences yeah. and what makes what makes them different from you do you know what i mean yeah. there should be a celebration in that because mm-hmm. we're not all, we're not all supposed to be the same but we're still supposed to be united mm-hmm. so yeah i think the unity is to take away more the division it's not really to say that we're all mu- the same mm-hmm. in that way we're different but we're the same <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's where I think I pla- I'd place myself there. That's where I'd want to place myself. Really, my identity is that it mm. is, it is in the kingdom of God, and it is with God because that's my eternal, eternal, um, eternal identity. Um, but yeah. as far as me, I'll say yeah, I am. 
um, Zambian. I, in terms in terms of like you know that's my cultural heritage that I'm proud yeah. of. But at the same time, I am British as well because I feel comfy here. Like it's my home. Like it's got a bit of my heart. It's got some. Yeah, like yeah. It's your cultural upbringing. Yeah. So it's just that it's cultural upbringing, and then it's like cultural heritage. Yeah, and I think it's yeah. just the known. Do you know what it is, mm. the known? Because when I, I like to travel and everything, but I'm always thinking like, wow, how brave it was for like mom and dad to come here when yeah. they were like, you know, to uproot themselves. And also like anyone who goes and like goes to another country to live, I'm like, wow, like, do you know how disorientating it can be? Because you don't know, you know, when you're like, it's different when you're a tourist or when you're living in a place. Yeah. When you're living in a place, there's certain lingos, there's certain like street spots that you just don't know and it will take you a while to get to know them. Yeah, so it takes a lot of courage. Yes, yeah, so I think it's so brave. Mm. Um, but like, I feel like maybe if I got comfortable being in different places, maybe I wouldn't be so like, I feel like England is the nest for me. Yeah. I need to fly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. But um, yeah, so I think that we've come to the conclusion that like, you know, it's about the kingdom of God and it tra- it transcends because, like you said, that's our eternal, t- our eternal identity. Whereas all the, like, being Zambian or British is, like, it's just the er- earthly kind of concepts. And they're man-made, really, you know, because before there was countries, there was just land, <laughs> really, when you think about it. So those concepts are man-made. You know, even the name Zambia, you know, where that came from, is all man-made, you know. Mm. Because it's the the land has then had different names and all that, so yeah, I think it's just getting rid of those man made concepts. Yeah, cause... But I think they're. But I still think they're beautiful. I think there's something they are. They are. Beautiful. But I think it's just not having that attachment to them. Yeah. In that way, yeah, it's like disattaching yourself from. I feel like you live freer and you're, mm-hmm. you know, you don't suffer as much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was a good one. Actually, I really enjoyed that one. Um, I wasn't sure where it was going to go, but as usual, uh, I'm always like this. But yeah, um, we hope you do. We hope you enjoyed it, guys. Um, and we'll see you next week for another one. I think next week we're talking about um, we're doing a little like Q and A about the future. I was going to say, don't say another Q and A. I like <laughs> you on the spot. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about the future next week. So we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye.